and there's probably others in this room. You have a parent that might be thinking the easiest thing to do is to cover it all up. This kind of the abortion. I know a few people need to know about it. And I wonder, I think there's some kind of people, I wonder through this abortion that has been legalized for decades now, that has become the second demon who we have killed, that might have grown up to be a congressman, to be a doctor, scientist, someone who thought that this is going to be the inventor, and we took that life. And only God knows. God is about life. He created. He created life. Satan, on the other hand, is the one who is a deceiver and a murderer. There's always that thought that Satan was put into the mind of Jesus, selfishness, what's best, no one will know. And it's a lie that you that will always bring destruction. God, on the other hand, takes that which Satan has ruined and he redeems it. He pays for the problem. He pays the price for sin. He takes care of everything. Amazing God. You know why I wonder if I know the Bible is not man-made because men would never come up with this stuff. There's no way men could have come up with this strategy, this plan, how it is all going to work. Because if it was off to men, it would be what man religion does come up with is you just be good enough, you work hard, it's done that way. You're, you're a good person. Fan the word. If they come up with it, it will be us doing it. The Bible's all about he did the work on the cross. He rose from the dead. He is hearing from heaven. And he is our incredible Savior. He is our Creator. We're going to read out of the Old Testament in the book of Psalm. If you found that with me, Psalm and 139. Psalm 139. And once you found that, would you please stand out of respect of God's Word? And we're going to read verses 13 to 18. I will make a few comments because. I'm going to be pointing today. So as I read this, I'll stop once in a while and make comments. Verse 13. For thou hast possessed my reins, for thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvels are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. So the Creator understands how he has made men, formed them, man-woman, as we talked last week, to be able to co-create. And the intimacy between a man and a woman, in an incredible way, by God's design, allows these two bodies to bring life into the world. Life again. God's about life. And so as God sees this little baby beginning to develop inside of the mother. Verse 15. 
my substance was not hid from me when I was made in secret. God is watching the development of every baby around the world as that little one is growing. The thought is while the bones of this little baby, while the organs, everything is developing inside of the mother, God is going to know everything I'm designing and creating and making I'm behind it all. Remember, we love those verses where it talks about God knows everything, He even knows the hairs on our head that are numbered by Him. He knows what we have need of before we ask. And we're like, yes, God knows me. He has the hairs numbered. He knows my needs. But He knows the needs of the baby. They are as important to God as you are here. As important. So my substance in verse 15 was not hid from thee when I was made in secret and curiously run the lowest parts of the earth that would be in the bottom, in the cupboard, or inside of the mother. Verse 15. Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect. Meaning, the baby is still grown. It's not complete yet. These creamy, this is the last year, quite a few of nice creamy here. And the burden for the lungs do develop because they're coming out early and looking at the heart and all these things. Because during that nine months when they are there growing inside of the baby, the mother, that little baby is continuing to grow until the right time. And God says, every part while this baby is being born, even though it's not complete yet, not complete, not all formed, you know And in thy book, all my members were written. I see the record of our creation. Within the continuance with fashion, when as yet there was none of them. Before it was all done, but then was how precious it is. How precious also are thy thoughts unto me. Even before I was born, God knew me. He knew all about me. But now I'm here and I'm able to read. I'm able to think and know and understand more. And I know one thing. The precious are your thoughts, God, toward me as an individual. You think the precious this week? You've forgotten that God knows you and cares for you as an individual. He loves you. And so I begin to think about God's thoughts about me. Oh, God, how great is the sum of them? The them is how many times God thinks about you. He loves you. If I could count them, they're more number than the same. So like, I can't even number how many ways God is looking out for me. No, I love how to change it. When I wait, my first thought of the day is on this. The last thought of the day is on this. My thoughts are about God's thoughts. Thank you. Lord, you are precious. Thank you for being our God, our Creator, and our Sustainer. Thank you for being the God of life and life. May you need to find your word in power. And may we love to do that.
those who take uh, notes, I'm going to be sharing a couple of other verses, and you can please look them up on your own later on. I would encourage you to do so. So my first point today has to do with biblical evidence. Because in the day and age that we live in, um, I appreciate the input concerning the writers coming up through. Um, they are thinking things out. They're not just believing it because parents and grandparents said it. So they're developing themselves, which, is, which can be good with them. And so they're looking at it and thinking, but what's the best? What, what's the best? And I'll, I'll answer that in a moment. But um, when, when a, a society is taught in school over and over again, you are a glorified animal. There's no God. You are evolved, and you are continuing to evolve, and this whole uh, process continues to go on, and hopefully we don't mess it up, that we, you know, destroy ourselves, but I'm sure that things will be okay because after a few billion more years, and something else will come back, you know, so it's just a circle of life. So they can think of that, where we, as creation, through God who created all things, and as we believe, the more I see not only scientific evidence, but physical evidence, we have a young earth. And this young earth, that, that God has created and that we have been part of for just thousands of years, not millions and billions of years, we have seen that God incredibly created and designed everything here. And it is continuing on. You see the actions spot of it was the things that were, are, the things that are, are going to be with the nature of man, the simple nature. So, so all this is consistent with Scripture and the evidence that you see in creation. Creation takes less faith to believe in than, than, than evolution does. I mean, you all have two eyes. Probably somebody's going to evolve eyes behind their head eventually here. Teachers, we don't need moms. You need eyes. Now, that if you go to fall out and look around the corner by now to see what your kids are doing, I mean, if that's going to be cool, we're going to adjust the culture, get it stronger to adjust what is in our environment. It's going to adapt. The body's going to say, this needs to happen because of my surroundings, so therefore this needs to, to evolve. Most of the drama treatment. Yeah, I mean, yes. So you, you got, you got to certainly a whole lot of sense. God creator and the other. So because of that, we see that you and I being made in God's image um, are a special being above all of other creatures because you and I have been redeemed. So let me give you some verses on biblical evidence. Why we see that um, abortion, to call it as it is, that abortion will be an un biblical approach to taking life that is now here, abortion would say, kill the matter. That's all they would do in their mind. It's not a human being. Because it's evolution. It's just matter. It doesn't matter because you know, they haven't seen it. You've not held loved it, you know. It's not tried yet. It's not that little thing yet. So that's where it's I can't remember, I, I failed to remember which one it was of the philosophers. Um, the head of college, the head of the 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 college, the
If a tree falls in the woods and nobody here there to hear its sound and make noise. It made noise. Whether you were there to hear it or not, it actually went, you know? And so then the philosophy from there went into it. If we don't hear it, it's not real. So therefore, if we do not see it, therefore it is not real. I think that's a little bit of the philosophy that people are seeing or believing in this matter of a woman. If I haven't seen the baby, the matter, if I haven't seen the little fingers developing, starting to elongate, starting to see the elbow, starting to see the figure head, but don't see the picture, it's not real to me, it's therefore not real, I can get rid of it and I can go on with life. And I never have to think about it again because I didn't see, experience it, so therefore it is unreal to me. It doesn't matter, my friend, it is real. It, the little baby is real. Jeremiah says this way, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. That is Jeremiah 1.5. And before thou came forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. That's pretty clear. God knew and called Jeremiah a unique prophet of God, and God allowed to do that. And he did. And he knew him. And God's plan was for this man. In Exodus 21, 22, and 23, it says this, If a man strives and strikes a pregnant woman so that your child comes out and there's no injury, he shall surely be punished according to the woman's husband will lay upon him, and he shall pay as the judge said. And if the injury occurs, then you shall give life for life. Then he explained it. So if two men are fighting, maybe the woman tries to stop the fight, or maybe she's over here, and all of a sudden, one of those bodies fly into this woman who is pregnant. Immediately, if an injury has happened to her, and she might be far along enough that the baby could be delivered and live. And the, mother, the, the woman herself could live. Well, then the husband gets to say, well, listen, you're going to be taking money, buddy. And the judge is saying, yes, you're going to be taking money. But if the woman or the baby dies, life for a life. My time to hear us, and right after this, is where it says, an eye for an eye, and a tooth for a tooth. Isn't it that interesting? Talking about a baby dying. God says, let us make men in our image in our likeness. Genesis 1.6. And in chapter 9, three law. Genesis 9.6 says, Whosoever shed man's blood, his blood shall be shed by man, for he has made man in the image of God. So since you and I are unique, we're not a deer, okay? We're not a rabbit, squirrel season's in a herd. We're not squirrel, okay? You hear the takedown if, if we like um, three rats, if you shoot the squirrel and make the squirrel come by, okay? And he's not broken the commandments of, of God. 
It's not an animal, and that's not murder. You can help you out a little bit, okay? It's not murder, okay? Um, but if you can't do it again, that's different. They are made in God's image. If you kill man's blood, there are consequences for that. We read the Psalm 139 and have also given more to the United States of America. So there's the biblical evidence that a baby inside mama is life. God knows this life, concerned about this life, loves this life. Even Jeremiah says, I'm calling you to be one of the greatest prophets, one of the weakest prophets. God is going to really use this young man. And he did. And did. And he did. There's a second point today, because this is what I it is that the law of nature itself teaches abortion in law. It's interesting, in Romans chapter 2, I failed that time last week to talk about this, but I'm going to read them for you, and please, you might need to listen to the message again and get all of these verses down. In Romans 2, 14, the Christian says this, When the Gentiles, that's us, we're not Jews, so it's the Gentiles, which have not the law, that will be Exodus, you know, you know, we're going to get the law of Moses. So the Gentiles didn't have the law, thou shalt not, thou shalt, you know, you follow me? So the Gentiles that have not the law do by nature the things contained in the law. These, having not the law, that's the law of Moses, are a law unto themselves. Which kill the work of the law that is afraid, written in their heart. The law of right and wrong is written by God, not on stone, but in their heart. Their conscience also bearing witness and testimony, and their hearts thought the meanwhile Accusing or else excusing one another. So I don't listen to the news because I'm driving up. But once in a while, I have to find out what's going on in the world. So I can listen to these three people, two on camera over here from somewhere else, and the other guy that's interrupting them while they talk. They ask the question, and they mix that and stop and answer the question for them. They don't even let this person in the zone board. They just drive me nuts. It's really crazy. So you're sitting in this and they're determining what is morality in a case. Was this right? Was this wrong? Should this person been involved? Should this person been involved? Long term, what should happen to this person? They're going round and round, and they never quoted the Bible. Well, how can they determine what is right and wrong? How can our judicial system determine right and wrong? Well, based on what? Is it based on culture? Is it based on what culturally accepted? Because 200 years ago, we wouldn't even have the method like this. But it's neat. Everything to, to a nation has changed, and we are now taking and debating about things that are right and wrong. A lot of movies are geared to a simulation of what's right and what is wrong. To, to have the following, please, on this point. Try to create a minimal case. What do we do? Not what is normal, but what is here's the situation at the 
this happened over here, what are we going to do? What's right and what's wrong? And then everybody's going to get more help. Normally, we look at this, but now this case over here, you know, let's be a little crazy. So everybody's confused, and therefore they've determined there's no right to wrong. Doesn't matter. And so for each case, as the system shows, we're going to look at one unique case that absolutely went flat after it was all done with Roe v. Wade, and now we develop a law based on it. Right. Anything was done in India a number of years ago, and a lot of them were passed away. It's interesting to see how other nations view our nation. They get to see on the newspaper, it was all fun. You're reading India's view of what was going on in America. So, so while there, really nothing political or anything came up, but he had a really huge view of America. Because he, uh, in a Hindu uh, religion in that country, and you know, 300,000 gods or however many they have, they look at the United States and he says, You are a Christian nation. Okay? And what he interpreted that as was, Everybody in America are Christians. Now, please do not laugh when I say this. And we'll be back here someday. And we're going to see Pastor Reddy. But I want you to understand how sometimes we can really get distorted about the simple nature. He says, well, I even thought because you're a Christian nation and everybody's Christian, probably when you're, you're the women are giving birth, they probably don't even have pain to do Isn't that interesting? He thought that was true. That we are so holy that God would like lifting the curse that even the woman in Genesis 3, uh, the curse is broken, and you're not going to experience the pain that, that they do. And he said, What's this about America? I said, We're not mostly Christians. As a matter of fact, to be truthful, we're minority as far as Christians do in this country. I said, have you ever heard of abortion? No, that's not the fact that there's a over there. And I said, well, we have legalized a woman who has been pregnant that if she desires not to have that baby, if we can go to a clinic, to a doctor, and potentially have that baby killed and removed from her body, and that's legal, she can be we're in an idolatrous nation. You follow me on this? Now, we're the Christian nation. Let me see the 100,000 gods or more. And he says, I do not know one Indian woman that would ever do that. Follow me. He says, all of the women in India would die to save the babies. That's what's natural. Protection of the enemy out of the mouth of babes and sufferings. There is something that God says about an honor that comes from these little ones, and when we destroy the innocence, it's as though Satan is behind it because he was about he was all about killing the innocent Messiah. The innocent Adam and Eve. 
the innocent ones. And we were in Alaska. By the way, we can't say we can't go it was amazing. It was God's creation. But we're, you know, we're going, you know, train rides, you're going on this button, maybe go out in the middle of nowhere. And every time, the guy that was leading would say, no, it's got two spots on here. Now, you're about ready to get out in the mountain, and you're going to start walking up these paths. And it's not like we have this old barbed wire and a bear can be there, a grizzly bear, or uh, a moose, you know. So we ever got things that know this is what you need to do. And so they were explaining if it was a moose, run. And get behind a tree as fast as you possibly can. Run. Okay? Now they said if it is a grizzly, that was a little different situation. You run, that predator kills you. If you say grizzly, do not run, you're dead. Well, that's the guy run day sooner. Uh-huh. Just got it off and I'm right there. Get, get, get. He's tenderized. You know, he can get him. So, so, uh, so, yeah, so, so they're saying, you know, make yourself big because they can't see. Right. They're seeing you with some mask where I want to eat you or not, you know. And so they said, best thing to do is make yourself big and make strong voices to intimidate. But they said all that being said, if the if the moose has kidnapped, buddy, you don't go near, you don't take pictures, you don't do anything because that mama moose will kill you. And literally, people are killed by these things because they attack, because that's what they're protecting the babies. And then I've gone through this myself, but as they said, if you see a grizz go back there and it has cut, buddy, you better quietly get out of there. Do not rest because it doesn't matter how big you make yourself, you're dead. There is dead. Isn't it interesting that nature itself teaches the mom to protect the little ones? We were there and they said that we were really a very small potential in some of the things that we saw because not only did we see uh, uh, not only a couple of days, but we also saw moose with two cats. Uh, and so they said, we don't see this all the time. We have three different sets of They said, we don't see that all the time. And because the grizzlies are going after one of the twins. So we need to break them, we need to eat. And so to see that was really, really rare, they said. And they said, even with that, they will everything in nature is going to do its very best to protect the little ones. So what the moose do is migrate to a unique place so that there's water or something between where the grizzly would normally be and where they can protect their babies. They're thinking, how can I protect? How can I bring life? For whatever reason, the lost nature has become worse than nature itself. We have lost a compassion for the innocent. And as God says, in the last days, He brings up some of these concepts about unnatural affections. And we all say, God, no, this is generic. 
this is like people not doing what is natural and what is best for for mankind for the whole. And we're going to see this getting worse and worse. So if the land decides, hey, guess what? Well, if you have a one-year-old, no one will know you. Why not take it out? That could be natural. Well, if it's written in the law, you know, maybe they have a physical problem. Maybe there's something going on. What would be done today? America, what's next? And some of you who are elderly, and we're putting so much money into you, if we didn't have to pay for all this care for you people because you're living longer now, you're really not going to pay them up. And now you're living longer and you can't afford a home and the kids can't take care of you and we're putting all this money into you, why not give you a pill and say goodnight? Is, is that next to you think? Is this what's next? Is this taking life? Because if it's evolution, the phony, please hear on that. If we are evolved, that makes sense. Because it's all got this misery. Because that's cancer, it's hurting. You know, you can't give so much medicine. Put the thing down. Are we a bunch of dogs? Are we a bunch of animals? We're just going to put them down. That's evolution talking. That's the cancer talking. God says, I made you in my image. You are not an animal. And it is not right to take a life prematurely. Let nature take this. Is, this is God learned bigger numbers. We're in His hands. Which brings up a lot of other issues in this day and age that we live in, as far as taking care of parents and grandparents and things. And we need to do our best. We're honoring moms and dads. Do our very best to take care of them. Anyway, so make Now, the world takes the pity. On the pregnant woman. So, they begin to say the pity of the woman, I threw a picture of a present in the debate before we were going to and he put it right out there in a paragraph form, and you can see the face in red because he was giving detail about how a baby is killed. How dare you talk about publicly what they do to the baby? It's brutal! It's murder! The ripping, tearing, or medicine, killing the child. This is not natural. And the defense was, but the woman has the right to, well, don't have the right not to get pregnant. Now that, that's the that way. So, the world seems different. Abortion, problem is not a matter of a woman's right to choose. It is a matter of life or death of a human being made in God's image. That's what it means. Over 95% of abortions performed today involve women who simply do not want to have a baby. 95% of abortions are a woman that says, I want to pray for whatever reason. Less than 5% of abortions are for the reason of rape, Incest or a mother's health being at risk. Five percent of all of those. So even in the more difficult five percent of instances, abortion should not have been the first option. Well, legally it shouldn't have been an option at all, but they go to abortion first. The Americans had attempts to focus on the minority cases 
rather than the majority of people. We go with this, oh, it's perfectly good. Oh, we should legalize this. Or we should extend the pregnancy um, uh, when they can take the child because of certain cases. Who died and made you gone? We're going to show you now, okay, we're going to go up to this many months of the pregnancy, and now they can go ahead and have the baby natural anyway. Things don't get any kind of Sadly, America seems as though leadership needs dollar signs instead of that which is wrong. There is so much money to be made in front of COVID and industry. And industry. Because of the money that is made through abortion, even I don't know if anybody has a handle on that. May we pray for our leaders in our country to change the law. We want it to be the right moral laws for people. But ladies and gentlemen, Christians, we are becoming seemingly the minority who look at God, Creator, and God. Today, on Facebook, I'll read your back on Facebook. Anyway, someone there for Revelation class and other things like that. Anyway, so, there is Facebook. Check the things on. Love it. They're down section down listening. And, uh, but she, she posted her uh, video of Renee and got what it And uh, today, today, it's a strong Israel. So they went to the Holy And so, Chuck and reminded us all that day, 12 years ago, now this day, today, is the day that they adopted the Greece. Why don't we promote May our nation choose life for these children. And give these children to someone. If this mom could take care of them, there's no one that can take care of them. There are many parents who would love to take them, adopt them, raise them in life rather than kill that child. May we pray for our nation and the leaders to make adoption simpler and less expensive. Because right now there's so many hoops and thousands and thousands of dollars. This is too expensive enough. Just to get a link to get your house, just to get them in your room. And there's good people. I know there's all these wacko people out there. That's the minority. You understand what I'm saying? It's like, well, they could be a pedophile. They could be different. Well, root them out. Absolutely. We're not saying just kill them to anybody. But there's a lot of parents, just like the Vaughns, who want to bring these kids up and love them to pieces. Then their child, she is their child, period. Oh, They're a nation. They get things worse. Make it easier and stop the stupid money and red tape. What happens? 
my mom, broken clothes, and worsted child. What happens is the soul and spirit of that unborn child. I wish you would say nothing. If you go into an hour, you're feeling different. We who are believers see that we are made in the image of God. So we see that that the character of God teaches us His grace towards those babies that have been born. I, as many Christians told, are that aborted babies would immediately, when their life is taken from them by medicine or a doctor, would be taken to heaven immediately. You say why? Because it's the character of God. God is doing everything He can to get people into heaven, not trying to keep people out of heaven. Some have a really bad mindset who God is, and he's a kind of way up here. I mean, happy way I am, don't want to be people, but now God wants to be God to love the world, right? Yeah. So God is the God of mercy, the God of grace, and the God of love. And I appreciate the both of us have to say about that. And the these babies, have not been given yet the chance to reason, to either choose God or reject God. It's not like, oh, God already had that thing, God, we're going to heaven, we're going to hell. No, 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 no. We are made to choose. And that's how God glorifies. They've had the chance, just like a person that has handicap, that cannot reason and understand and flow. The same grace and love and mercy, I believe, will be for those children or even adults that cannot reason that I believe our God, our Creator, is going to usher them into heaven and to be with Him for all eternity. That, to me, is the character of God. Sadly, some will put the qualification on the parents. They say, well, if the parents are believer, then they're going to go to heaven. Or if this baby is aborted and the people weren't saved, or it was a miscarriage, then they're not going to go to heaven because the parent is not a believer, so therefore the child is not going to be taken into heaven. Find that Bible verse for me, would you? And by the way, it's not there. It is not there. Salvation to an individual is given by their faith and never passed from parents to children. As we're told by the mills, God doesn't have grandchildren. He only has children. The only thing that passes down from parents is the sinful nature. Parents don't pass down eternal life. So it can't go from the parent to the father. Okay. For those who have had an abortion, and Looking and fear, I want to stop you for a moment. For those who have had abortion, remember that the sin of abortion is no less forgivable than any other sin. You say, well, it's murder. Well, if murder ever disqualifies you from going to heaven, well, Paul, Saul, should never have been permitted in. Moses murdered. Yeah, God, I don't know. David murdered. 
Now, the two or three ways. You know why God put these things in the Bible? Not just because you can say, oh, it's for you. No, it's kind of a few times in Through faith in Christ, all sins can be forgiven. I was hoping for a really strong name on my day. That was like a real, that was good. I'm going to be when people work with me. A woman who has had an abortion. A man who has encouraged her to have an abortion. Even the doctor who has performed the abortion. All can be forgiven by faith in Jesus Christ. Colossians 1.14 says, In whom we have redemption through His blood, even the forgiveness of sin, and it doesn't say except for murder. Or except for, except for. It's the forgiveness of sin. Now, we are Christians. Now, listen, we're the children of God. We know the truth. If we're stupid and try to cover up our sins, even covers of sins are not proper. But he whoever confesses and forsakes it will have mercy, is the word. And that means that's what mercy are not great. So we're going to get mercy. Just confess and get them right. And this is not a license to say, oh, the children just get pregnant and everybody's going to say, this is great. Ah, no, it's consequences. You've got to work. You've got a baby. It's not easy. It's not the baby's fault. Whether it is by race or incest, it's not the baby's fault. There's somebody out there that's going to take that little one. If you can't raise that one, there's somebody out there. So, you and I as Christians, how do we see abortion? These are lost people that do not have the Holy Spirit. They're not reasoned by the Word. Although the Word would teach them, the nature inside of them would say, This is wrong. They still look at themselves and say, but I want to be free from the burden. I don't want to raise an expensive child and for a simple amount of money or maybe even free, they can fit. So how do we look at it? We are number one to have a personal spirit. Love them to repent. Just beating down and saying, you kill you, murderer. Well, kill money. You hate your brother, you're a murderer. Even though... A weakened, dying woman called her up. This is about 15 to 18 years ago. That was that. I go into the hospital call and I got there. I see her in a separate room. And I had the chance to one on one with her. And uh, so I was at the hospital and we've been just tears were coming down. So what is going on? She didn't know that. She just told me my whole... Dog. 